Hi, my name's Tina Waldron. Welcome to the podcast. Every week I look to interview someone that can help you share your faith naturally with the world around you. In 2023, I'm going to be interviewing people in Australia, also a few from overseas, and then there'll be a few weeks that I'll jump on myself and actually do a little bit of recording with some information that may help. If you're looking to do some coaching and evangelism or as a female in ministry or an online course this year in personal evangelism, please check out our website, evangelisminaustralia.com. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Win Win Evangelism Podcast. My name's Tina Waldrum and today I'm speaking to Lisa Bruton about reaching spiritual women in luxury and I am very excited about our episode today. Welcome to you, Lisa. Oh, thank you, Tina. It's wonderful to be here with you. Fantastic to be speaking to you from up in the Sunshine Coast and you have been running luxurious retreats for seven years now is my understanding and lots of people coming on those retreats and also uh, people that are uh, spiritual, not so much Christian, although there are lots of Christian women but lots of spiritual people as well. What's the most luxurious retreat you've done? I just want to know that first. <laughs> our, most, oh, our most luxurious retreat would have to be in the Whit Sundays. Oh, there's a couple. In the Whit Sundays, I booked out an island up there. It's called Elysian. And everyone had their own beachfront villas and it was all catered for. And it is, it's just stunning up there too, because you can go snorkeling. And yeah, that's probably the most luxurious, but we have been in a castle in the Loire Valley in France as well. So yeah, we've, we've done some amazing things. Absolutely incredible. Now, I've got to say for those people that are listening today, I have got to know Lisa recently over the last few months. And although we're not going to dive into the whole backstory of how this happened, it is just extraordinary. And Lisa is not the person that you would think automatically that would be doing something like this which is quite extraordinary and for me Lisa I just saw the hand of God in that and I thought this is an extraordinary story that needs to be told I just wish that Jesus had called me to run these luxurious retreats (laughs) (laughs) oh you make me laugh So you have had a number of women that I know people are coming on these retreats, uh, women, and also there's some now that are open for men as well. But I know that women are coming on these retreats to have a a deeper connection or to connect with God, have an experience with God. Talk to me about those spiritual women that come that they're not necessarily don't know Jesus, but the environment seems to facilitate something for them. One of the big things God placed on my heart was the importance of creating a safe place for for women to meet with him and however that looked and wherever they were at. So it's amazing to watch how God, even, even women who don't know who God is, but they're searching and God just draws them. And the background stories to how these women who don't know God but are drawn to the retreats is amazing in itself. So these women end up on these retreats and they often look a little bewildered, like how did I end up here and am I in the wrong spot? Uh, but God just really meets with them and they hear his voice and they really respond to the love. Like each of them have said, I've never experienced love like this before. 
Yeah, amazing. And I think we do take that for granted sometimes as Christians, you know, what people do experience when they hang out with us individually or with a group of Christian women. But I did hear a story overseas of a retreat that you did that a woman just randomly just felt like she should attend a retreat as a, a spiritual woman. What, what happened there? Yeah, it was amazing. So it was our first international retreat and that was um, in the Loire Valley. So in this beautiful old chateau, you know, a castle, it had the tower and everything. And her and her family travelled Europe and it just all worked out that she could, you know, coincidence, right? God just works with coincidences that she was able to come to this retreat. And I knew her, I used to work with her and she, she had been watching what I'd been doing and she saw that I was running this retreat and she just knew she had to be there. There was no other explanation other than I'm meant to be there. That's a part of my destiny. And then when she arrived, I think it was within the first day, she just gave her life to Jesus and then the flow-on effect in her life was her husband became a Christian, her children became Christians, they all gave their lives to Jesus and I got to go and watch their baptism a couple of years afterwards and it was the most beautiful thing to see this family all, you know, get baptised together and just have an extraordinary story to tell. And this lady now runs her own ministry. So just what God does on these retreats in every single heart continues to blow me away and I just fall more in love with him each time we run a retreat really. (laughs) Just incredible. What is it about this combination? I, I guess the luxurious side of what you do and spiritual women. So what do you say to people like, well, how do you navigate that? If you know someone's there, like we're talking about reaching spiritual women you know someone's there in that space what's the Lord showed you about how to approach that type of a person yeah I have learned over the years to absolutely trust God with the process and so we don't force things we don't try to preach at them we just love them and just give them space and you know it's life transforming for even there's a lot of women who come on on retreats who are Christian, but they actually have never had an intimate relationship with Jesus or known that he speaks to them and um, they come living with a lot of rules and trying to trying to make sure that they're doing the right thing all the time and yet then they encounter God properly, like in a real way and that grace that just flows over them. And so they're also having major um, heart things happen. There's big things happening for Christian women as well as well as those who aren't yet Christians but are, are spiritual so it's it's not like they feel they're alone or that they're weird in their in their time at the retreat you know they don't stand apart everyone is there everyone is hungry and everyone's being met by God in different ways so and they share stories and they share so no one feels left out I guess I should say So do you think there is, like I'm just listening to you and I'm thinking, oh, is there benefits in actually gathering groups of people? I'm thinking of my own life. If I gathered a group of spiritual women rather than just gathering one, that kind of group, people coming together are more relaxed. Does that help the openness? 
Yeah, definitely. And I find too, you know, we ran this retreat and there were some women who are, like I said, spiritual, but maybe don't know God um, and, and are on that journey on this retreat. But what we find is they're battling with similar things that other women are and they get to have these conversations. And yet this other woman's, uh, the one who does walk with Jesus, can share how she manages that or how actually she's doing it well or, you know, it's just, yeah, it is that community and it is in the community where you feel the love as well. But, yeah, I I do find there's power in gathering women. Yeah, I'm just thinking now about lots of women in my own life and I'm thinking how can I do a luxurious retreat? Maybe I should just gather them all together and say let's go to um, one of these (laughs) retreats just you know being totally honest I love Hamilton Island so the fact that you do some retreats there has really got my attention but that's a side note I'm just uh, dreaming of that being a Melbourneian in the winter would be fantastic tell us some other stories of what the Lord's shown you with reaching spiritual women on these retreats well, when I first started running retreats, I would really jam pack it with lots of programs and, and teachings because I, I wanted women to feel like they got their money's worth and their time's worth and, you know, but they went home exhausted. And I realized that's the old model and that's not what God was inviting me to do. And he just gently said, get out of the way, Lisa, and really simplify. And so what I find the importance is giving women permission to, one, being luxury and spoiled because it's the king inviting his daughters away. So it's going to be beautiful. But then it's just allowing them to have space, to let things drop. You know, God is speaking to us throughout the day and throughout our weeks. And sometimes we're just too busy to catch it. But the moment that they just settle and you see them grappling with settling for a little bit, you know, and they they settle and they're able to just rest all these revelations start to come and that's where transformation comes because God will confirm the things he's been talking about. It'll drop into their heart and then I just find the aha moments that come and their lifelong aha moments. So I see that constantly and that's one of my favourite. I know it's not a singular story but it's a consistent story and just the power of resting with him and leaning into hear his voice But I do have a a cool story that I can tell you about one person if you'd like to hear. Love to. Tell me about that. (laughs) Well, we had this one lady was a, and she's just a standout to me because of the transformation, the dramatic change that took place. But she came and she did know God, uh, but she knew God as a rule, like very strict taskmaster. And she came with a lot of shame. Some really terrible things happened in her life, but she carried it for like 20 years. And you could physically see her um, like sitting in the corner with her arms crossed, wouldn't participate. Like you can actually see those walls up the whole time. And, and you know, I met with her one-on-one because that's what I do on retreats and just gently spoke about um, where she was at and actually she doesn't have to live that way because, you know, God's grace and just what he has for her and just started calling out the things that I saw on her life and how actually extraordinary she is. But other than that, it was just giving her space, you know, she could participate if she wanted, she didn't have to, 
but just loved on her. So the team loved on her. They would bring her cups of tea in the morning in her room and just was very attentive to her needs, which we do to all ladies. And by the last night, we're sitting there at dinner and I just thought, you know, you could see she still had these walls up. But on the last night, we're having dinner and she just runs from the table. And I was like, Lord, what's going on? And I go to look for her and I can't find her anywhere. And God just said, look in the cupboard. And I looked in the cupboard and she's sitting there crying. And I sat down beside her and I just said, what's going on? And she said, I think I've wasted my life. I, I don't want to live like this anymore. And I said, do you know what? Just ask Jesus into this. Just ask him to meet with you right now. That's all. That's all you need. And so she did and he met her and she just cried. But you saw something absolutely breaking, um, all those lies. And anyway, she went home. Like she was just full of joy. She was chatting to everyone after that. On the last day, everyone was like, who is this woman? This is amazing. And, um, you know, the, the retreat finished and her psychologist actually contacted me and she said, what did you do? We have been meeting for years and there's a miracle that's taken place. She's completely different. And now this lady, I just said, we just loved on her. Like it is that simple and just give her space when, when God prompted and, and invited her to spend time, you know, invite Jesus into her, her world. And, um, yeah, now she runs ministries and she works with women at risk and she is extraordinary. That is an amazing story. Absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, I know for my own life, those encounters that you have with God completely change your life. Even when, you know, I was a seeker myself and then having those initial encounters with the Lord and through my Christian life as well and getting stuck in certain spaces. What is it about this luxury piece that you've really honed in on that well not you honestly I've heard your whole story behind the scenes and that God has led you into this but what is it about this luxury piece that you feel is resonating and helping spiritual women discover deeper things and discover and consider Christianity it's a good question I think there's a few layers to it really first of all women love beauty. It's the way we're wired and we just do. And like I mentioned before, you know, God really said, I'm taking my daughters away. So it's going to be stunning because it represents his heart and what he has for them. And so I believe that as they come into that space and into that beauty, first of all, it helps shift them from the everyday into I'm in a, I'm in a heavenly place. Like I'm with God right now. So it helps that shift. But I think it also undoes things in the heart of like, I'm not worthy. And being in that, that beautiful place, it's like, actually I am. There's something about value that that's placed on the ladies and you watch them settle into it. Like at the start, they want to try and help out in the kitchen and whatnot. And we're like, no, you're not allowed to. And by the end, they're like, yeah, I'll have another cup of tea. Thanks. And they just, and it, and it's something in them that makes them go, God has greatness for me. And he has not just my needs, but my desires as well. And it just helps them to, I really believe it stretches their 
um, the way that they think and view God and the way that they think and view themselves. So I'm sure there's so much more in God's um, reason for taking his beautiful like daughters into luxury. Uh, but yeah, they're the things that I've found are definitely his reasons. Yes, it's just so interesting. Now, I get that what you do is not for every person out there and not everybody can access these retreats, but all of us have stories like that, Lisa. All of us are doing certain things to reach certain people that can access the way we minister. So that's what I love about it. I'm like, I don't know anybody else that is doing something like this would that would reach a certain part of our society so to speak so I just really want to say thanks for doing that it's wonderful to see a woman doing something like this and and being so brave (laughs) to do it (laughs) thank you yeah it's a pleasure tell me about these spiritual women like how would they describe themselves or what what's in their hearts that they are looking for what do you see what's their heart longing for because obviously that's why they call themselves spiritual I reckon it'd be similar to what we're longing for, you know, is to be seen, is to belong, is to walk in that calling, to be alive, but also they don't realise it, but they're just longing for connection with Jesus because he's the one that fulfills all of those things and more. So while they can't put words around it, their heart is really longing for him and for the love and, you know, just and freedom to be completely who they are created to be. Yeah. So do we call those things deeper things? Like are these women that we're saying it's clear that they are happy for a discussion about deeper things, just not knowing what that is? Well, on the retreats we talk about Jesus. And so um, in the group sessions I'm really passionate about, you know, God will put something on my heart to share, but then I create space where I just say, close your eyes and look to Jesus and we're just going to ask him these questions or we're just going to wait to see what he wants to show us. And they participate. So it's not like they're offended by Jesus's name. And I'll debrief with them or beforehand and I'll say, you know, if you can't picture Jesus, trust that he's there or just know that love is there. And I just find that that's, yeah, he just meets them anyway. I've, I've learned not to try to dilute Jesus's name or what he does, but you still can create a safe place for them. Yes. Okay. That is very powerful. Just that comment that you said, sometimes I'll say trust that love is there. Yeah. Unpack that a little bit. Cause that's fascinating. I mean, I guess they they know once they're there that you are about Jesus. What's the power in that? Is it just more they can connect more with that spiritual being, so to speak? I mean, again, like I said, I will always say it's it's Jesus. If you can't quite see Jesus or if that's a struggle, yeah, trust that love's there because Jesus is love. And so however women can connect and Jesus will meet with them in that. And so often they actually will know or they will see Jesus or they will have this revelation. Oh, that's that's Jesus. That's not just this figure of love or the universe um, because that's who he is. You know, if women are hungry and they're coming into that space, he's definitely going to meet them. And I've found that I can just trust him with that. Uh 
it, I don't know if that's making sense, but I just know that he's going to meet them. And whether or not I say the right thing, I, d- I guess I don't get so caught up in how I say it, but more that they feel safe. Mm, yeah, fascinating. Sounds like you're happy to be out of control. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely the best way to be, I've found. And it's funny because my my team are very much organized women and like to have a lot of control and I lead with different I just lead differently so but they've learned to roll with it (laughs) so is that kind of a lesson for me as well like I'm thinking of the spiritual women that I have in my own life Lisa that you know they're looking for something deeper maybe it's a lesson for me to just kind of be more would we say more Holy Spirit led, more listen, trying to hear what the Holy Spirit's saying in the moment rather than trying to set all the blocks in motion, so to speak? Yeah, definitely. I think being present with someone and just going, well, Holy Spirit, what are you saying about them? And, you know, I've got people in my life who really don't want a bar of God and yet I'll ask God, what do you say about them? And I'll just send a message through to them saying, you know, God's just shown me this about you and how he loves how you do this and he really enjoys watching you surf or, you know, just things like that because that's the the heart and connecting them to, to God and they respond to that rather than going, duh, 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 this is how to come to know Jesus and, I, and I'm going in with intention, with this intention. It's more I just, I just want to love you and through that, you're going to get to know Jesus. You're going to get to know God. And it's trusting God with the process. That's something I have learned on all retreats is to trust every woman with him and trust that there's a particular process he takes them on throughout the retreat. And it's hardly ever how I want him to do it. (laughs) Isn't that the truth for all of us? I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, hardly ever, like rarely ever. Yes, and and my last retreat that I ran uh, was different. He told me to run it differently and so I did and it was very different and it was uncomfortable for me Wow! because the process was different and he kept saying every time I woke up in the morning, trust me in the process, trust me in the process. And, And the last night... You know, normally when everyone gets together, everyone's all chatty and, and whatnot, but everyone was quiet and we were watching the sunset and not one person spoke for about an hour. And it was the most holy, one of the most holy moments I've experienced with women to be on the last night of a four-night retreat and have absolute silence and the sun setting over the water and people are crying but no one's speaking. And that just shows how different he moves every time and to trust him with that rather than thinking we know his formula. Mm, Yeah, so interesting. So many women out there that are looking for something deeper and I just find this conversation so encouraging because I'm like, hmm, yeah, I I need to take this approach. I've got so many things that I've learnt out of this, just thinking of maybe groups that I could gather in my home and just being a little bit more organic you know I'm a bit like probably your staff I like to be nice and organized so (laughs) being a little bit more organic and and listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit as they go on on a journey and and through that process Um, what's one thing that you haven't said that you'd like to say about this today Lisa about reaching spiritual women 
I think it it's simple. We we can overcomplicate it, and it really just just comes back to being aware of who God places on our hearts. I I know a lot of spiritual people in my world, yet they haven't been placed on my heart. You can get overwhelmed with thinking I've got to reach everyone and and whatnot, but I just find there's a rhythm to the way he brings people into our world. It's organic. And then you're diligent with it. You'll pray, you'll pray for them at home or just be aware when he puts someone on your heart. And I'll say, what do you say about them then, Lord? Why am I thinking about this person? And I'll just write it down and I might send off a text or I might just say, hey, do you want to go for a walk on the beach? Um, and that's that's how I yeah, that's how I do it. And I just find that's that works really well um, because then they're ready. Yeah, I love that because I can do that. And I think that everyone listening to this, we, we could do that. So thank you so much. So if you're wanting to find out more, check out the show notes uh, from this episode. We'll drop all the links to arisesanctuary.com.au and lisabruton.com.au. Lisa, absolutely love the luxurious background that I'm talking to you where you are Um, will be in some of our video snippets from today thank you so much we look forward to doing it again in the future thanks Tina thanks for listening to this week's episode I trust it's been helpful for you don't forget to check out on missionwithgod.com love to see you in the course this year have a great week and see you next time Oh,